This is Kim Campbell from Audio Explorations with the editor, part of Circus Voices um, on the Circus Talk Network. Uh, I am here today with co-founder of Seven Fingers, Isabel Chasse. We're here to talk about her new show that is going to kind of like be the Seven Fingers rebound after the pandemic. Um, the website, Isabel, for um, Together Apart, explains that the show is a creative collective of writers, directors, and choreographers working together. How is this creation structure different from the Seven Fingers usual process? Um, well, this is uh, normally we, well, I think that the together apart is actually that paragraph just resonates with, uh, with the Seven Fingers structure normally. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and in this one in particular, we're, we're also busy on different projects that normally we turn, we tend to, uh, to double up or to tend them um, on the direction, so we have a co-direction very often in our projects. And this one, I'm uh, I'm flying solo. <laughs> oh wow! So well, yeah, but I'm still like I'm still, you know, talking to the fingers and bouncing off ideas and stuff. But really, it's it's just me uh, directing it by myself, mm-hmm. uh, which is a first for me. So that's really exciting. I mean, it's a first for me on such a larger scale project. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's really interesting. But, uh, like I said, I've been like, you know, calling Sam and asking for advice on this and, you know, uh, Seb wrote a part of a text and Shana wrote another part of a text and Pat is helping me record some stuff. So it's really still a very much collaborative process. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, but at the end of the day, I'm the only one that's there, um, in the rehearsal room with the artists. So it's a, and a you're bit... the one making most of the calls in the end. Right. And yeah, how does exactly. that feel? Like, does it feel, um, right to you do you feel like empowered by that or is it just sort of yeah it feels great it feels great because uh I've surrounded myself uh with a really great uh creative team and a really awesome awesome bunch of artists that I mostly have worked with uh before Mm -hmm. so um so I have a lot of confidence in them and uh and I think they have a lot of confidence in me too so it's a very uh I think it's a very healthy process, even though it's been a super fast process because, you know, a few months ago, this gig wasn't even on the radar. Mm-hmm. So we just, uh, yeah, we pulled it, you know, we're, we're, we're making it happen, um, really, really quickly. And, uh, and it's really exciting because people are so hungry, like conceptors and artists, uh, are so hungry to be working again. So it's been really exciting. That does sound exciting. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about was if it's it's sort of like a devised process, but you've already kind of hinted that um, there is some writing going on from the various directors. So, um, but obviously you're working with these great artists and you have a lot of input from them. So is that something that you're just happy to be back to? Is that that embedded experience working with other artists? Yeah, it's, it's really been great. I mean, the thing is that I, I tend to prep a lot of the work on my own. So, you know, do most of the writing quote unquote, because it's not so much text writing, but like, you know, um, editing the music and, 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 uh, you know, figuring out which sections of, of the acts are going to go on which bits of music and, 
what the dramaturgy of the piece is and what the transitions will look like. Um, hmm. But uh, but there's still like that's it's kind of like the blueprint of the show. And then when you get into the actual rehearsal room, uh, then there's still a lot of uh, there's still a lot of meat to put around the bones. And mm. that's where really the collaboration comes in with the artists, because, you know, I don't write a left hand on hoop uh, for three seconds, release left hand. You know, it, it's, mm-hmm. a, it, it's really more um, it's really more of a, of a collaboration at that point in terms of their skills and in terms of the, the way that we build the act. It's a it's a yeah, a back and forth process in the I studio. See. Yeah. And and. Uh, I'd like to ask you a little bit about the name Together Apart and then the name of the show, which is Summer Tale. I think the Summer Tale one almost explains itself because it's a magical solstice event. Um, but what is the term Together Apart? What does that mean to you? Well, um, uh, the Concierge Club is the, the actual producer of the show and they are um, they're, they're creating this... Uh, this new genre, I think, of performances where for the pandemic and, you know, maybe it's still going to last a little bit longer, unfortunately, uh, they're creating these events that are, are really sort of designed to be uh, uh, witnessed or, or, or appreciated from, uh, from a distance. So mm. it's in a very, very wide uh, field and there's little pods, so little risers that are 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 being set up for the families to to sort of rent and the families come so they're socially distanced and they really stay on their platform and they're enjoying an outdoor performance and our show is also uh created in a way that you know uh people are wearing masks when they're under two meters uh, apart and uh and uh it's outdoors so it's really good for the air circulation and and all that stuff and the stage is really massive so there's a uh, a good amount of social distancing happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think these, uh, the, the, um, the concierge club is creating these sort of events that are going to be called together apart. And we are the first one. Uh, mm-hmm. summer tale is the first one of a series, I think of events that are, are probably going to happen throughout the, uh, the rest of the pandemic in, in the Toronto region. I think circus is a good guinea pig for that program because, um, you know, it's so visual and no matter yeah. where you are, you know. Absolutely. Um, and it's so life affirming too. I mean, yeah. I think that we've been like sort of, you know, fearful and, 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 um, you know, in lockdown and separated. And now it's like, we're coming together and it's such a, yeah, it's like in the essence of circus to be celebrating life and, uh, and, uh, to be collaborating too, you know, to be, uh, depending on each other and all that good stuff that circus is about so i think it's a it's a good metaphor for for uh going back to going back to life together you know yeah i i get that and the, the thing that i a little bit on the business side not to because i know we were talking about life and that's great but i mean it must be difficult to plan for both contingencies because i, I see on the website it says it can be a private event where or a drive-through event yeah. based on the restrictions so you have yeah. to have is it almost like two different shows? How well, difficult is I that mean, to plan for? Yeah, it was uh, it was hard to plan for. I mean, we really tried to uh, to focus on on the on the pods, so on the not the drive through version of the show, mm-hmm. um, 
because that was, you know, that's way more ideal for the performance. Um, in the back of our heads, there is always the possibility that it will be uh, cars coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, uh, but we're, yeah, we've been, hopefully, hopefully it will stay that way too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've tried not to think of the cars too much. There's a couple of scenes that will be different with the cars and we have the options in in our back pocket to to change those scenes around so that uh, it fits better with the cars uh, scenario. Uh, mm-hmm. But we're so excited to see people that, I mean, yeah, it would be strange to do it for cars, but you know, we're, <laughs> we're ready for anything at that point. <laughs> right. And I, I think the audiences will be ready for anything at that point too, even if it wasn't a car. It's like, yeah. well, you know, I'll do it. It looks like the show is going to be at Markham Fairground in, and that's in Montreal, right? Is it from July 1st to August 1st? Uh, no, it's in, uh, it's in the, t- the Toronto region. Oh, Toronto. Okay. Yeah. I did not know that. Thank you. Yeah. For- yeah. It's in the Toronto region. And yet yeah, we're uh, opening on July 1st, which is Canada Day. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to run through the whole month of July uh, until uh, August 1st. So That's great. And um, who would you say, uh, Isabel, the audience is for this show? Is it family or urban? or? Yeah, I think it's definitely a family show. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a super colorful tale. Um, the site is very, uh, you know, there's there's flowers everywhere and there's big butterfly sculptures of grass and, and it's very, uh, it's very festive and very, uh, I think aesthetically pleasing and beautiful. So, um, that's why for me, like the fairy tale sort of, of characters came, uh, came as an inspiration because it just felt like it it felt, yeah, it felt magical. Yeah. It sounds so perfect for summer. I can just see it. (laughs) <laughs> wish I could see it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, what I'd like to ask next is what's next for the seven fingers? I, I know you, as, as you've mentioned before, the directors j- tend to have different projects. Um, do you, since the pandemic seems to be waning, have you been able to bring back most of the staff? Um, have you discussed remounting some of the touring shows? Uh, we were able to bring back some of the staff, definitely not everyone just yet. Uh, but yeah, Passager is going back on tour, so we're remounting this. And a uh, uh, large amount of the cast is also in Summer Tales, so that's really good. It's been great to have them around and, and training and, mm-hmm. and getting ready for a show, which is going to be really good for, for the remount of Passager because that means that they will have been performing all summer with us too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think that. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, we're also working on on other projects that are really more technological based, uh, and some a lot of research and development have been happening too. Uh, there's a you know a new creation that's going to probably come in the next year or so as well. The one that we were supposed to do in 2020 that's been pushed back because of all the reasons we know. And uh, and uh, yeah, there's a. Lots of different projects and in in lots of different um, sort of areas of performance too, uh, not just the the institutional sort of touring uh, shows that we've been doing, like our signature shows, but also all kinds of different. Uh, we're yeah, venturing off into different different fields. I wonder if if the pandemic in some ways has made you more resilient and more open to that kind of change. Yeah, I think it's also just in our in terms of our 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 maturity. I think 
you know, we're going to be celebrating our 20th anniversary this year. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. And so, uh, and so I think, you know, we're not the, we're not the, the upcoming little company anymore, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and we're, most of us are not performing anymore either. So we've really sort of, you know, changed our, our, our careers, you know, I mean, it, it, we're, yeah, we're evolving. And I think that, you know, I think we will keep doing our signature shows for, for a long time because they're, they're really sort of coming from, uh, how can I say that? It's like coming from within, you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's our little carte blanche that we get to do mm-hmm. every couple of years where we're really sort of taking a stance artistically or taking a risk artistically to do, um, to do something that really resembles us. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I think it's, uh, you know, we're, we're getting to be like adults now. And so we're like venturing off into, um, yeah, different territories. That's beautiful. And when will Passager return and uh, Club Fugazi? When does that open? Do you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Passager is going to be uh, opening in, in the UK in uh at the in september i believe and same thing for um same thing for fugazi so uh i think the previews are set in in late september in san francisco and uh with a with a a real premiere in uh october so i have this question for you about the headquarters because i got i had the pleasure and the privilege to tour it in the beginning when it opened up. And um, I just wanted to ask you, since it's, since you opened it several years ago, what has surprised and excited you about having the space to meet and create in? And are you still as a team, like glad that you did it? Have you had to adjust some things because of uh, being in the, all of the space together? Yeah. Just wondering what your thoughts are on that. Uh, I think it's been, I think it's been a real blessing. Um <laughs> the synergy of, you know, being able to create and then like just go downstairs and make a prop uh, in the, in the little, uh, you know, uh, atelier that we've got there and to be able to have lunch with the people that work in, in logistics and administration and, you know, just, and, and people from the office come and see the presentations and it just creates like a really a much more cohesive, um, uh, sort of work environment. And, um, but I think it was really stressful too at the beginning of the pandemic for, for, you know, economical reasons, uh, <laughs> to be able to, you know, because we were, we were also renting the space, you know, in the last couple of years so that it would sort of, uh, so, you know, uh, support the, the mortgage and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when the pandemic happened, we had to, you know, shut down everything. So, all the rentals we had for the year were, you know, down the drain. So it was a very stressful moment, but, uh, but we were able to get some government uh, subsidies to be able to open it to the community so that people could still train because all the artists that were left without a contract, then were also left without a place to perform or train. So that was, that's been really great. I think in terms of, uh, of being able to contribute to the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so now people are, we have a free training program where people come and, uh, yeah, uh, reserve online and, and show up in a very safe, uh, COVID friendly or COVID safe, I should say, uh, way. So I think it's, yeah, it's, it's been both 
both a very stressful thing and also a very rewarding thing to be mm-hmm. uh, to be having that that space yeah it's uh, it's like a new responsibility i'm so happy that you're able to offer that service to the community though i i follow a lot of montreal artists and i see them uh training in that space and i'm always like oh awesome that it's happening yeah so that's cool yeah it's it's yeah. really great i mean at the beginning of the pandemic you know be- between Oof, March and, and July when the place was just closed down and like, you know, we'd go every, you know, once every couple of weeks just to get some things or water the plants or whatever. And mm-hmm. to see that space just completely empty and dead was so, so, so sad. Yeah. And then, uh, and then in July when it started opening again and the, you know, the training pro- program was on and stuff, it was really, it, yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's been a, a real blessing to have that happen. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for meeting and talking with me today, Isabel. Very excited for all the new projects that are happening at Seven Fingers. I wish you much luck with your premiere and um, in your new projects. Cool. I'll take that. <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Kim. Thank you.